Good afternoon. I'm George Matthews, your host for Victoria Arts. Everywhere, the performing arts communities are looking forward to the next few months where they can return to live shows and people in seats. From Broadway to local amateur performers, presenters have been anticipating a sense of normalcy for the arts. The return to performance venues with live audiences instead of a virtual presence has been eagerly sought by all. The forecast for a fall return began as more of a hope than a reality. Everyone involved in performing arts wanted to return by September. Now the fall 21 is upon us. The fragile hope is morphing into reality. For some organizations, it has been more than a year and a half. 18 or more months of waiting, over 546 days without the lifeblood of audiences. And audiences are just that, the blood of life for the arts. A few organizations have been coming back with smaller concerts and performances. In every instance, the vital component of the audience has proven again and again how important the listener is to the artist. The missing part of any performance over the last year has been people. Every performer I have spoken to in the last few months was anxious about returning to live audiences. Part of their trepidation was the natural jitters all performers go through before going on stage. Those jitters were there before, and performers mastered that fear before, and they have done so again. For some, though, there was a new fear the fear present when you don't know whether your interaction with the audience can be reestablished after months of absence. The ability of the performer to convey their, convey their deepest emotions to their viewers, the connections needed in any dialogue of performer and audience. Now, with the artist's return almost upon us, we are facing the reality we may not get back. Over the last weeks, nearly everywhere you turn, news of increased counts in the positive test for COVID-19 are appearing. Whether it be just in Victoria or in the Crossroads area or in South Texas or even in the southern parts of the United States, infections are on the rise. To make matters even worse, hospital bed availability is declining or disappearing. The COVID-19 virus has always been deadly, and like any virus, it is always adapting. Now, the Delta variant is our current threat, but knowing that change is nature's normal path, we can expect that another variant will soon be exposed. Some variants are not as dangerous and can be treated with current medications. This is the most probable scenario for the A, B, and C variants that we heard little about. The Delta variant is proving more virulent and more dangerous. In some cases, it cannot be treated using only current methods. Alternative treatments must be quickly developed, and these new treatments are never easy to come by. You can do your part to guarantee the return of the arts. When you go into a crowded area, take a mask with you. Evaluate your risk of exposure and determine whether you need to use the mask or not. A nearby coughing individual may not be contagious, but do you want to take that risk? If you have not been vaccinated, contact your local health department and ask for information on any current vaccination programs 
or better yet, contact your regular pharmacy. The professionals you already trust with your medications and see if they can provide you information on current vaccination schedules. We know that with the presence of the Delta variant, we may need a booster. There have been boosters for all vaccinations over the years, and the expectation that no booster was needed for COVID-19 is somewhat short-sighted. If your original vaccination is indicated needing the booster, schedule yourself. We all want to return to normalcy, but we also need to understand change is part of life, and there is going to be a new normal. In this new normal, you will see changes. We hope the changes are manageable. Stay safe, stay warm, stay healthy.